This past Thursday, Sony finally unveiled a lot of details about their next generation PS5, including games, hardware and peripherals. Normally, at this time of year, we'd be watching E3, and this was a pretty good replacement considering the current conditions we're all in. So the following is a roundup for the PlayStation 5 and the future of gaming event. First of all, we got a nice retrospective of the PS4 with some of the greatest hits and Jim Ryan coming out saying how the team are really excited to move into the next gen. Sony announced GTA 5 would be coming to PS5 with newly enhanced gameplay, and this was kind of an odd one as this game has been out since 2013, however since then it's gone from strength to strength. Some were hoping for a GTA 6 announcement, but we're not too far removed from Red Dead Redemption 2, so I think GTA 6 is probably going to be in the works for a few years yet. The first major announcement for the conference came with the next game, and it was Spider-Man Miles Morales. This is set to be released in holiday 2020, and during the event the hype took over and some thought this was going to be Spider-Man 2. However, Sony confirmed after the event that this is going to be a smaller, expansion-sized game for the PS5. Gran Turismo 7 was then shown off. This looks good for all the driving fans out there, but it isn't really the game for me. It wouldn't be a new console launch without a big driving game, so there it is. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart was then shown, and this was one of the first games I felt like I was looking at true next generation software. Ratchet and Clank looked beautiful, and the game has our heroes jumping in and out of other dimensions via the rifts, which is a great chance to show off the SSD capabilities for the PS5. This looks like something that cannot be achieved on the PS4 or other consoles right now. And the ray tracing effects on the floor looked incredible, and the gameplay looked a whole lot of fun too. I've not been a fan of Ratchet and Clank series before as I was more a Nintendo purist back in the day but this one certainly turned my head and grabbed my attention. Square then showed off a new IP called Project Athea and at first we were all excited to think that this could be a Final Fantasy VII remake chapter or perhaps even Final Fantasy XVI. Not many details were shown of Project Athea but it's always nice to see a new IP shown off at a console launch. It looked like it was still very much in the early days for this game, so when we'll get to see more details, we don't know yet. Stray was up next and it looked to be set in Japan, and it appears as if we're going to take control of a cat protagonist. The cat, he had a tiny little backpack. Not sure what this game is about, but it looked beautiful and I'm all for cats getting their time in the sun, as dogs basically have had the spotlight in games for a long, long time. Returnal was next and it looked like some kind of sci-fi Groundhog Day game. The main character looked to be a female scientist who dies over and over again, changing the world each time. This looks to be something along the lines of Dead Cells, but perhaps in 3D. Another beautiful looking game and the gameplay looked really interesting too. Sackboy A Big Adventure was next and this was one of PlayStation's characters. It's nice to see them doing something with him outside of Little Big Planet. This looked very much like a Mario Bros. style game and also was a major theme throughout the conference for family friendly games. It looked good fun and there was 4 player co-op in there too, so hopefully this one's going to be available online. Destruction All Stars was next which looked like a Rocket League style game. I'm not hugely into these car battle games, but it could be good fun. Didn't really catch my eye, but I could be proved wrong. Something that definitely did catch my eye was Kenner Bridge of Spirits. This looked like a Legend of Zelda style game, beautiful graphics, puzzles and exploration combined with action. Definitely one of the highlights of the show for me and this went near top of the list for my games I'm excited about on the PS5. 
Goodbye Volcano High was up next and this looked like a narrative indie title. This had dinosaurs attending a high school in a kind of anime style adventure. Looked really interesting and quite fresh, loved the art style and the music too. Oddworld Soulstorm was then shown which is a throwback to the original Oddworld that came out on the PlayStation all those years ago. The story seemed really hardcore though with a genocide of all of Abe's people. It didn't look too innovative in the gameplay department but it definitely was a beautiful package by the looks of things. Ghostwire Tokyo was up next which is being published by Bethesda. I think this one was shown off at E3 2019 it's a first person action game mixed with shooting and abilities. Not really my cup of tea to be honest but I put this on the maybe pile. Godfall was next and the gameplay looked absolutely fantastic. It's a looter slasher and I'm definitely down for these loot based action and progression games. However the marketing felt really off with the music and kind of ruined the experience for me. I much preferred the showcase of Godfall on the PC gaming show with the developer commentary rather than this style of package. Still really excited for Godfall and looking forward to when that one comes out. Solar Ash was up next and this one comes from the creators of Hyperlight Drifter. Definitely excited for this one as I've heard so many good things of Hyperlight Drifter. I remember I got this from the Epic Game Store when it was for free so I'm definitely motivated to go back and play that game and prepare for Solar Ash. This is more in a 3D kind of mode with lush graphics, eerie and enticing music and this one definitely got my attention for sure. Hitman 3 was then announced in a big surprise which looks to be the final game in the trilogy of the Hitman series. These games are very solid although I don't think I'm going to rush out and be the first in the queue for this. Looks like more Hitman and this will be great for fans of the Hitman series. Astro's Playroom was then shown off and this was one of the most successful franchises in the VR space for PlayStation. It's interesting to see Astro here in the kind of 2D space. I don't really think this one is going to be for me either and it sounds like more of a kind of short experience rather than a fully fledged game. Little Devil Inside was next and this one looked absolutely wild. Funny, great graphic with varying styles of gameplay. It appears to be a kind of open world kind of game with animated and stylized characters battling a variety of enemies. This one definitely grabbed my attention I'll be keeping an eye out for news on this game in the future. Production value of the trailer was excellent and one to check out if you can. NBA 2K was then shown, not really a massive fan of basketball games myself but the graphics look great and I'm sure this will do well for the fans of the NBA 2K series. Bugsnax was up next, this was cute and it was strange and it was definitely one of the catchiest theme tunes perhaps in all of video games. This was really trippy with animals eating things and then becoming those things like strawberries and hot dogs for hands. Very, very strange, but um, really, really entertaining. And that song, you know, I just can't get that song out of my head. This is from the makers of Octodad, which was another bizarre and fun game. And I'd definitely love to speak to the developers about this one and I'd be willing to give it a go just on that theme tune alone. At this point the presentation started to increase in momentum so Demon's Souls was then shown which is a remake from Bluepoint who did the remake of Shadow of Colossus. So From Software weren't discussed at all which was a little strange but this one is going to be absolutely fantastic. It looked epic and it looked beautiful. So the original Demon's Souls was a PS3 game since then From Software has had major hits such as Bloodborne, Sekiro and of course Dark Souls. So Demon's Souls is where it all began so there's going to be a lot of people wanting to play this one. Deathloop was up next and this is another one that was shown off last year. Very cool concept as you're an assassin who must take out 8 targets before midnight. 
The catch here is you've got another assassin trying to kill you at the same time. Awesome art style and music too, and looking forward to this one for sure. Resident Evil Village or Resident Evil 8 was then shown and I'm not a huge fan of the Resident Evil series so not really invested in this reveal. The game did look really good so it appeared to have witches, werewolves and zombies which all look super good fun. You know, I really like Resident Evil 2 Remake and Resident Evil 3 back in the day but past that I haven't really been into it at all. The strange reveal with the village turning into the 8 attempted a kind of swerve reveal but I'm sure there's going to be a lot of excited Resident Evil fans out there for this one. Pragmata was up next from Capcom and this had big Death Stranding vibes with a man in a spacesuit in Times Square talking to a little girl with a holographic cat. They were then attacked by something from the sky which seemed to propel them into the air and they get proceeded to get attacked from all angles. Somehow they ended up on the moon, strange but it was really visually impressive. Big Kojima vibes on this one and I'm definitely interested to find out more. Finally for the games we had Horizon Forbidden West and it was shown as the penultimate reveal of the showcase. This is a sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn and looked absolutely beautiful. Now, Aloy seems to have underwater exploration abilities and uh, there's a new variety of mechanical beasts to battle as well as areas to explore and puzzles to solve. There was an absolutely fantastic holographic kind of Japanese dragon, it looked really really good. There definitely looks to be more variety in the landscape this time compared with Horizon Zero Dawn 1. And we've got a new tribe, we've got mammoths, and also we saw San Francisco as well. And uh, it'd be interesting to see where we go with the story for this one, as it did neatly wrap up at the end of the first game for Aloy. Still really impressive in terms of graphics, and I'm definitely really, really excited for Horizon Forbidden West. The console was then shown as the showstopper and Sony revealed the white and black futuristic design so there's been loads of memes since the event on the look of the console. Personally I don't really mind what it looks like, it's going to get tucked away under the desk or in some kind of home entertainment system. You know, The new controller, it looks really comfortable which is a nice change from the PlayStation DualShock as they've never been the most comfortable things to hold in your hands. A big surprise was the all-digital edition which had long been rumoured from Microsoft but I don't think I'd heard anything from Sony but to be honest it makes total sense in the direction of the industry. There was also headphones, a camera and a media controller too. No price yet and we're going to find that out later on and also there was no date you know, but that makes sense with the global pandemic that we're going through at the moment. Sony does still hope for holiday 2020 but I think we're just going to have to wait and see. This was a much better outing than Microsoft's third party showcase showing off a variety of games and building momentum to the console reveal itself. The graphics and the sound design throughout were also excellent with the graphic design and presentation of Sony Studios branding taking the centre stage where possible as well as the iconic cross, circle, square and triangle. It all felt really coherent and polished. The only drawback really was at E3 we tend to get hands-on impressions and we don't have those right now with the situation we're all in so it's a very kind of curated experience from the companies and they kind of tell you what you want to hear. Overall I had fun and I felt like this was one of the best console reveals in years and it definitely gave me that E3 feeling which I'd missed so I'd give it a 9 out of 10 from me.